Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, uh, End Times Friday. Uh, this will be May 13th, and uh, we are we are actually taping this right before that. So we've... we've yeah, we're uh, in real time we've, almost. We've, we've, really, we've, <laughs> we've structured all this, so we're not uh, uh, so predicting so far <laughs> ahead. Um, but the uh, lots and lots of stuff happening. Uh, it's amazing, the... Uh, you know, the war of, of Russia and, and Ukraine is still going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was reported, that, you know, and this is where I kind of chuckle, really, um, because the news reported that, you know, P- Putin was going to declare, you know, victory and going to do some big, big thing like nu- nuclear. Yeah, well, they celebrated Victory Day in Russia Yeah, just, yeah. just the other day. Yeah, yeah. and uh, declare victory over Ukraine and... Um, and they were thinking, well, maybe he's going to do a nuclear weapon or something. And uh, but they celebrated the victory day, but they don't have victory, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, so they always make it bigger than it really is, because uh, mm-hmm. it really is based on truth. You know, it's always based yeah. on the reality of what's going to happen. And uh, so that battle is still going on uh, between Russia and Ukraine. And uh, again, Russia uh, struggles with organization, supply chain, delivery, being able to do things mm-hmm. well. Uh, they're just, they're not super competent. Uh, they have great weaponry. Uh, but right. They're not, and, they're, and they've been hesitant, which is always interesting to me. Uh, they could, if they wanted to, I mean, literally, they could just send a barrage of missiles and destroy everything if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not. So it's interesting to me, you know, what... If they want to win, they want to win, of course, but they're not using all their firepower to win. And so it's, I'm, not, I'm not sure about it all, you know, what does it all mean? Other than I believe that it's actually going to solidify the alliance with China and Iran mm-hmm. uh, and that Russia isn't going to be the, the dominant, the sole dominant player. But we know that Gog and Magog, as it, it lines up at the end, is, is going to be, is going to happen. Uh, as we know, the inflation rate uh, mm-hmm. Is it the highest in 45 years now? And it's not it's not uh, slowing down any. And that's right. It's pressure for spending, uh, discretionary spending, things that you normally would buy, you know, like fuel and food and that kind of thing. Uh, it's I not, literally not went, I went to the grocery store yesterday and bought a dozen eggs for four twenty nine. That may not mean much to you, Rich, but I'm telling you, it was only maybe a month or two ago that I bought it for $1.89. Yeah, yeah. Well, those chickens, you know, they, That's they, crazy. they gotta pay those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of the factories that have, you know, food, food suppliers, um, there's been some fires and things like that yes. that have destroyed some, some plants. And yeah, yeah, so there's been some interesting things that are playing into the shortages that are going on for yeah. sure. Well, plus the, um, 
and this is true uh, anytime there's been inflation. Um, you probably don't remember this, but um, Linda and I were first married in 1970, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there was a big inflation going on, and, and, and uh, Richard Nixon happened to be the president in 71 uh, and 72, but um, when inflation happens, mm-hmm. even if it's not dramatic per se to something specific, if, you, if the, the market can, people take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely true. Uh, it's like, well, everybody expects inflation, I can raise prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Economics 101 basically says uh, you will write, raise prices until the demand dramatically sh- uh, shrinks. Right. And, and you see, and by the way, if you do, and the people accept the price increases, you make a lot of money. <laughs> right, right. Um, and and so I think that's what's happening is that everybody is taking advantage. Now, by the way, what that does is that it promotes it even further. Mm-hmm. So that since everybody's doing it and they get in the habit of doing it, uh, then I can keep doing it. And everybody does keep doing it. And by the way, my costs go up because of it. So I right. have to. It's have an to, interesting spiral, yeah, right? <laughs> I have to keep going, that, and that's what that's what brings about what's called runaway inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Nixon back in the Lynn and I were first married, um, and big inflation, and he what they called froze prices, mm-hmm. and said, "Okay, everybody's got to stop oh, raising prices. We we freeze it. Of course, that creates lots of problems. Its own problems, yeah. Uh, because well, yeah, but my costs are increasing, and I get caught." having mm-hmm. not raised my price enough and now I'm squeezed profit-wise and I suffer. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, this whole inflation issue uh, is going to be a problem. And again, I don't know if, if people have been following the Fed news, but they've been um, needing, saying they're going to raise interest rates, which, which they should do. They should have mm-hmm. raised it a lot already, but they don't. They were going to come out with a point, what's called a 0.75% uh, raise in the in, in the discount rate, right? Which uh, is an that's a significant raise. That would be big, but they just again they they uh, were realized that that's going to crush things, so mm-hmm. they they scaled it back a quarter, mm. maybe a half, but they can't do what they should do because because again the fr- system is so fragile, right? Uh, particularly with the amount of debt that's now around the world, mm-hmm. both consumer debt and corporate debt and of course government debt right uh, that when they raise interest rates a lot of that money then goes back to the holders of, of the debt which which mm-hmm. in for America <laughs> our two biggest holders <laughs> guess what guess who is the two biggest holders of the debt of I the believe end? China is one okay right? China is one I'm and not the, sure the, who the other, the other is. other one's the Middle East mm. okay now, that's not surprising yeah now this is this is hilarious to me in a way uh, from the from the seventies, uh, we became dependent on oil from the mm-hmm. Middle East, right? And they kept raising their prices. So so Americans basically sent we sent our cash to the Middle East, right? To buy oil. Middle East takes the cash and buys our debt. Oh, interesting. We funded our own <laughs> debt by paying them. And then China did the same thing. And again, in the 90s and into the 2000s, um, 
because of, uh, and I can remember because I was consulting for a company who was doing stuff in China, and uh, we had to calculate the cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how much is it going to cost us to do something, you know, then to charge it? And when we went to chart, when went to do the costing, the uh, finance department said, "Don't even count labor at all. Don't even worry about counting labor at all. It's so insignificant. Just the material." Well, you can imagine why the every all the manufacturing shifted to China. Right. Because Americans had to pay significant for labor. Right. So they right. said, if I can get it, I can get the material. Don't care about the labor cost because it's nothing. Pay for the shipping. It's still mm-hmm. way, way cheaper than me making it here. And in the 90s and the 2000s, it shifted. Literally, 75% of our manufacturing went overseas to China. Right. So, so we, and remains there, a lot yeah, of it. Yeah. It's still there, yeah. Uh, so we, we pay China. China use that money to buy our our debt. Interesting. It's really an interesting thing that uh, because of what we did, we funded somebody else owning our debt. And by the way, because Hmm. of the way the government works, as you know, do they care about balancing anything? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really, literally, the numbers have gotten so big and the mentality is such it's like playing Monopoly. It really mm-hmm. is like playing Monopoly. Nobody treats it like real money. Nobody thinks and of it. Truly, as, the governments would fail any class in Economics 101 or yeah. any family finance. They'd absolutely fail. Yeah. <laughs> so they just, you know, recently another $150 billion to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they'd send billions and billions and trillions of dollars around the world for various things, including entitlements. Uh and they don't even think about uh, the debt. Now, by the way, uh, interesting enough, they have to think about the debt about every year to two years, and it's because they the government raise the ceiling, right? The, the government has a limit, <laughs> and they have to come and say, "Well, we mm-hmm. have to raise the limit." Uh, there were people, actually, the people in the Fed are saying we should just do away with the limit, mm-hmm. uh, have no limit, because what difference does it make? Everybody raises it anyway. Right. Uh, so they're actually proposing that, which I think plays into the, the Fed's hands. Uh, and then, by the way, uh, and you were talking about this uh, when we first got on, about shortages. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a Bible verse that says something that kind of impressed you because you, you, you realized what's happening. What, what was it that hit you? Yeah, I was I was reading an article this morning about the shortages of baby formula. Yeah. And literally, moms, you know, having to travel a state or two away to get baby formula in in time and that sort of thing. And it reminded me of Matthew 24 when it talks about, you know, basically, you know, hope that you're not pregnant when all of this happens and how hard it's going to be. And I I couldn't help but think, boy, you know, that to me, I, I can kind of get my head around things that we have to go without, but to picture not being able, you know, for moms who are unable to nurse for whatever reason, um, to not be able to feed their babies. That, that's a hard thing for me as an American to get my head around, you yep. know. Yeah, I just had a, uh, a friend uh, who was, you know, yeah, I wonder about all this stuff and uh, is it really true and does it matter? And uh, <laughs> so he's been, I, I would say a healthy, not, not that he's opposing it, but kind of a healthy skeptic of it all. And, mm-hmm. um, and he called me up, he said, hey, 
He said, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a skeptical anymore. He said, I went to my local grocery store mm-hmm. to buy cereal. Mm. And the entire, uh, and cereal, by the way, as, as you know, in a shopping market is up and down two aisles, up and down both sides right, of the aisle. Right, right. And they're basically full. He said, I went, there wasn't, or used any, to be. <laughs> there wasn't any boxes of cereal. Mm. And I was shocked about not just a little bit gone, it's like all gone. Mm-hmm. And he went to the went to the person at the at the supermarket and said, you know, hey, what happened? How come we don't have cereal? He said, well, because supply chain, uh, we haven't gotten any. Everybody bought it out, right? And, we, and we're not going to get any for another few several days, if if at all. So he, he just said, man, I recognized how serious it could be mm-hmm. that if I haven't prepared, right? That I could wind up going to the grocery store and needing stuff. And like you say, baby formula, egg, cereal, mm-hmm. uh, either it's going to be super expensive and or it's going to be missing right? Uh, because of supply chain issues. And the basics of that is, uh, you know, food, of course, uh, and the aspect of supplies and simple things like toilet paper. But I think I believe God has given us a heads up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is pay attention. Start talking to me. Have me help mm-hmm. you understand what's what's going on here, because um, I can prepare you if you have a heart to to prepare based upon the truth uh, right. of what's going to happen. Um, and and again, uh, uh, we have a beautiful example in Scripture with Joseph, uh, where he mm-hmm. winds up, you know, being tossed in a hole by his brothers, and he gets captured by Pharaoh, and he winds up, you know, becoming. Uh, number two in uh, uh, Egypt and God gives a dream mm-hmm. that there's going to be seven years of bounty and seven years of famine and and the the Pharaoh received it because mm-hmm. Joseph said this is what's going to happen and there's going to be scarcity right but we're going to have a time of abundance and the, and the Pharaoh properly said to Joseph well then store it up Mm-hmm. Uh, make make sure if we have plenty, if that's going to be true, then let's do that. And guess and get, by the way, they did. And guess who shows up? His brothers and his and right. his uh, family. And he says, "I've I've actually prepared for you too. Right. And I'm, I'm going to bless you with what I understood of having to store up for the famine." Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, there's a Bible verse. This is in uh, uh, Proverbs six. It says the wisest animal on earth is the ant, mm-hmm. because in the summer, it stores up, and and provides in its stores enough stuff to be able to last through the winter. Yeah. Uh, Let's can we? I know we've talked about this before, but since we're talking so much about this right now, I think it's a good time to bring up. Um, I will hear other Christians. Um, who will say, well, why would I store up right now? That's not having faith. That's, you know, all of this sort of thing. And I think it's important to pay attention to what you're talking about, these examples in the Bible of not fear-directed storing up, but God-instructed storing up. That is how God is providing. That's how he provided through Joseph actually to bless other people. He gave Joseph instruction. And so I think that's important as we look in times like this and people question, okay, what do I do? Do I go store up? Should I go buy out everything I find? And once again, like, like everything we say, it comes back to abiding and it's 
No, what you do is you go to God and you ask him, what would you have me to do? Yeah. How would you like me to prepare and, and allow him to alert and to lead you and you respond because he has a plan for provision and preparation, but we do actually have to ask him. Yeah. And it is not against his will. It's not a lack of faith um, for us to act and actually store up as he directs. In fact, it's a lack of faith to not ask and assume that he's simply going to dump it in our lap. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, first of all, go to um, uh, Luke, or excuse me, uh, Hebrews 11, 1 to 3, just, to, so, just so we understand what faith is all about. Mm, <clears throat> good. Yeah, Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by, the elders obtain, for by it, the elders obtained good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Okay. So um, he says he says faith is what? Says the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, you know he says. Um, certainty of of mm -hmm. what and he builds in the the truth of that um of things not seen mm -hmm. and then he says now by the way it's all based upon what what god spoke right and uh, in fact there's a verse is it is it romans ten seventeen? maybe faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god yeah and that word for word is rhema that's the spoken word of god yeah yeah faith comes from hearing hearing from the word uh, and it's uh, Romans ten seventeen. So um, he says, "What I speak is where faith comes from, certainty, mm -hmm. because he said certainty of things not seen." Okay, so right. it's not by sight, and it's not it's not a what I call a false faith mm -hmm. of saying, "Well, um, I just trust God, and I don't need to worry about anything." Right, um, and of course he'll he'll take care of me. Uh, now, this is where <laughs> this is where a lot of people get very discouraged because mm -hmm. uh, they say, "Well, if I'm a child of God, a believer, then they, He should take care of me, and therefore I shouldn't have any trouble. I shouldn't have any difficult things happen to me, and He's going to take care of it beforehand." And, and, mm -hmm. and God says, "Well, first of all, that's not not true. Right, and faith is following me." on my path that I have for you, mm -hmm. step by step by step, based on what? What I speak. Right, uh, which requires us listening and dialoguing with yeah. him. So I'll, I'll speak it, um, and uh, you, know, you, uh, uh, you know, receive it, and faith is what I speak to you about, about all of life, um, and you know, uh, what, what I have to do, and so he, uh, he speaks it and says, I, I can direct you into uh, what I want you to do, what I, what I don't want you to do. Uh, mm -hmm. So that um, a great story, for example, is David at uh, Kayla. This is in uh, 1 Samuel uh, 23. Uh, he, he saves this town from the Philistine. But remember, he's out being chased by Saul. Mm -hmm. He saves this town. Uh, he gets to live there. Uh, and enjoy it, and and mm -hmm. he would he said you know as far as I'm concerned, uh, 
this is now where we are and isn't hallelujah thank you god for taking care of it and saul comes after him Mm -hmm. Uh, and so he goes to god and he and again he didn't presume where and again this is what you're talking about in terms of faith Mm -hmm. is that he could say well i believe god right of course god's going to take care of me i i defeated goliath i've defeated the philistines I've won wars of 10,000 at a time. Um, there's no problem with this. Mm-hmm. Of course, God's going to take care of me. I, I trust God. I have faith in God. Mm-hmm. But David understood something. It's not, it's not a blanket trust with basically, God, you, you take care of me as I would desire. It's what do you have to say about this? Right. And so he goes and says, God, is, is Saul coming after me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the men of Kayla going to hand me over if he comes? Yep. <laughs> yes. You got to leave. Your protection is mm-hmm. is my direction is, you know, could I save you? Yes. Uh, but it's not my will that that happened that way. You have to follow me. And interesting enough, this is, this is I mean, think about how, how cool this is. His faith... Mm-hmm. Was in was in what in what God said? What did God tell him? The instruction, what he should do. Follow what I say. Yeah, that's what the faith was in, and he did it. Okay, so you're telling me I got to leave? Yes, I'm not supposed to stay. Okay, fine. No, right. Uh, you're not going to take care of me here. No, if you say you're going to get killed, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, my instruction is to take you. And go different, go to a different place. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. In faith, he believed it, mm-hmm. and he left. And by the way, he got preserved. Right. And that's what you're trying to say here is not a blanket thing. Okay. There's another interesting uh, thing. This is uh, uh, Matthew 25, and this is it. You know, this is following Matthew 24, where you just read about. You know, I hope mm-hmm. you're not pregnant. <laughs> Right, right. Because uh, you could have supply problems and your poor little baby, you know. Uh, 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 verse 25, uh, chapter 25, verse 1. The kingdom, you want you got that? You want to read it? I do. Okay, uh, what, what, go ahead and read 1 through uh, 13. Okay. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bride, but while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for, the lamps are, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but rather go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Okay. He's talking about the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ coming. Uh, and he says that... Uh, um, you're coming to the wedding feast, uh, which, by the way, Christ constantly is portraying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the groom coming for my bride. Right. Uh, I'm coming to prepare a place for you. 
Um, I'm going to take you with me. Um, I'm coming. So it's it's the concept of uh, uh, if you're if you're a part of the family who's going to be married to Christ, is he's he's implying that you're a believer, mm-hmm. and I'm going to come and get you. And he says, now there were uh, ten. Five were foolish. Five were wise. And five were wise, right? Okay, who were the foolish? The foolish were not prepared. Because they said what? Doesn't matter. Right. Um, And he says, the bridegroom was delayed. In other words, Mm -hmm. well, I thought maybe he was coming now, but but it's a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's implying here, by the way, that's that's the way, that's why we're trying to uh, describe this so clearly is that it's not to not care. Right. it could be not yet. It can't be to not care because yeah. he tells us over and over to watch and to yeah. pay attention. Yeah. yeah. So, you know? And it's not to uh, say, well, it's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather is what do you have to say to me knowing you're coming. I mean, knowing right. it's going to happen. The tribulation is going to happen. Right. And, and we can see right now in our lifetime, and, our, and I'm talking the last two years, Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff has all a come forward together. Forward propulsion, like, for sure. Huh, yeah, I can see now how one world currency could be there. I can see now how one world government could be there. Mm-hmm. I can see uh, how the collapse could happen. Uh, it's visible, uh, and and more so than we've ever known before. And so again, and we can't predict the when. But he says um, they slumbered and slept. In other words, didn't mm-hmm. pay attention. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll trust God. Mm-hmm. And they basically said, I'll trust God. Well, then the bridegroom came um, and they and the ones that had the uh, oil mm-hmm. were ready. The other right. one said, what? Uh, we didn't prepare. Can we have some of that? <laughs> Can you please give us what you have? Mm-hmm. And of course they said, no. Um, we've been instructed and that's that's our heart and and uh, no we're gonna we're gonna do it. go ahead and go get your own while they went out to get their own what happened it all the came, bridegroom came it yeah all, it all happened um and the door was shut and then they said you know would you please open it for us take care mm-hmm. of us in verse 12 what did he say i say to you um, what i don't know i don't you. know you okay yeah. now um when, when you and this is something that's really critical why abiding 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 is so critical mm-hmm. um, why didn't he know them they weren't his they, they they had never really come into relationship with him right they, they weren't they weren't they weren't in a relationship with him and weren't listening to him weren't processing with him mm-hmm. uh, and knowing is experiencing Right. Uh, so again, and Paul says this in, in uh, uh, 1 Corinthians three, you could be a believer, but all your works are going to be are going to be burned up and, and worthless mm-hmm. because you never experienced it. And maybe if you thought you were a believer, mm-hmm. uh, which he says Jesus said, you know, you did things in my name, but I never knew you, and you're cast out into into the farthest darkness. So that right. there's a question mark. Uh, is do I really know him at all? Mm-hmm. If not at all, well, then I'm going to be, I'm never going to make it into heaven. Right. And secondly is when the time comes for the protection during the tribulation, it could be that we say, well, yeah, but I'm a believer. And I, in faith, I believe you're going to take care of me. He says, well, 
I never knew you. Right. You never talked to me. You never were with me. You weren't on my path. I told you mm-hmm. to prepare, and you didn't listen. Uh, and so, uh, and by the way, it's not a universal. Well, therefore, <laughs> I'm going to go out and do blah blah blah. No, 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 right. no. Right. No. Follow him. Listen mm-hmm. to what he has to say. He'll he'll guide you. He'll direct you. He'll give you insight. And the key is, do you care? And it's specific to you and to the circumstances he's going to have you in and what you're going to be facing too. So yeah, yeah. and the community you're in. Um, yeah, and how exactly. You cooperate with each other and how you might support each other. Uh, but um, again, and that's what happened to that guy that that called me and said, you know, I've been I've been pretty skeptical of what you've been saying, but wow. I realized something that this could be bad. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe I should think of it differently. And again, my perspective is is that it's very possible we could be you know, heading, heading toward the tribulation. And if we're not, we're headed for trouble. <laughs> we're at least um, heading to a very difficult economic and there's going to be supply you know. chain issues. And there's going to mm-hmm. be uh, costs. And there's going to be things... Absolutely, hundred percent. We're going. We're going to go through a tough time, right? And my heart. And we is, need to know how to navigate. Father, it. you know, what would you have me say about that? What would you, What would you mm-hmm. have me understand about that? And he'll give very, very specific instructions, uh, not universal. So it's not, and it's not operating out of fear, and we don't stop living and enjoy life. Right. And I can't say whatever God told you to do, Rich, is what I should do. In fact, I don't. You know, you don't want to take on somebody else's instruction from God when it comes to something like this. Right, right. Yeah, and the only thing I say is, well, what are you noticing? Mm-hmm. What's on your heart? What what should you go talk to him about? And mm-hmm. when you notice something, remember the Holy Spirit says, pay attention. Right. Um, and that's when you get, you get uh, when a guy says, wait a minute, I noticed <laughs> that there's no cereal on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, I think maybe I need to go talk to God a little bit because I noticed that that could be interesting for what's coming, should I pay attention? Right. By the way, God could say, no, you're fine. Don't worry about Mm -hmm. it. Uh, No problem. Uh, uh, Or watch me or pay attention, stay with me. So there, you know, there's no universal answer. There's God's answer. Mm -hmm. But the key is, do you care about God's answer? (laughs) Right, right. So so uh, we we spent, uh, you know, this time talking about that today and we'll pick up the churches next time. But I think it was really important uh, to really talk about this aspect of faith and make sure mm-hmm. we don't have a false, what I call a false faith, is, well, I just trust God and I don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. He says, well, no, you need to pay attention. Yeah. Guide him and lead me. And I can direct you, including I and can And part of that, trusting him is trusting that he will speak to us when we're asking. Yeah. And, and think about it, had he not told Joseph mm-hmm. and the Pharaoh that that's going to happen, they could have been completely wiped out, including his own right. country of Israel who got helped by it. Right. Uh, and, and you could have said, well, God, couldn't God have saved the uh, the famine? Yeah. But he said, that's not how it works. The world's full of trouble, and you go through mm-hmm. these cycles, things are going to happen. What I will do is tell you the truth, and then I'll protect you in the middle of that. And that's Right, and that's show really, you how to really navigate beautiful. it, right. Yeah. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll pick it up next time, and it'll be quite fun. Uh, everybody, we'd love for you to you know send us your questions about this, and uh, maybe you wonder about, you know, what is God saying or how to learn and how to understand it. We're happy to 
keep talking about it. And I think we had a great, uh, great interlude today. So that was good. Yeah, great. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And thank you for joining us, everyone. As Rich said, if you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com questions at afjministry.com and thanks for joining us um it is a privilege to do this journey with you yep have a great day see you later see you next week thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for jesus living waters ministry send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in god's truth remember God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.